0: This episode first aired in July of 2022. It's a great time to bring this episode back up again because with Christ inside of us as a Christian and a believer in Jesus, we are enough. Once Jesus comes into our heart, we accept him as our Lord and savior, he is enough. So let's dive into this week with the person who does all the introductions for Broadcast his Love, Ginger DeVries.
1: Hey y'all, this is Ginger DeVries, guest number 56 of the podcast encouraging you today to use your position to broadcast God's love. God's word says, whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. We pray this episode is an encouragement to you to go out and use your position to broadcast His love. From Scotto Albritton Studios, here's your host,
0: Ricky. And today we have on a guest who we've had before, Ginger DeVries. She is talking about today how Jesus is enough. And you all already know Ginger from episode 56. But she just did the introduction to this podcast. So if her voice sounds familiar, you just heard it. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, I'm so happy to have you here. I love you. We just got out of a small group together this spring. Yes, It was good. It was so good. Yeah, it was deep. It was. Yeah, and I, I feel like we just kind of went all in. When something was on our brain, we just said it,
1: right? Yes, it's just so great to have a group of women who can just share what they're
0: going through, mm-hmm. and yeah, it was wonderful. And we want to continue that conversation yeah, here today. Absolutely. Something that we talked about in that small group and something that you posted on Instagram a little while ago mm-hmm. is about how Christ is enough. Yeah,
1: Yeah, and I think um, part of our small group was about identifying lies and um, how society often will will tell us lies. And um, so one thing that I've heard uh, many people say um, over the past few years is something that sounds very beautiful, which is you are enough. And um, of course, I do wanna say that you know, we are enough when we have Christ in us. Um, But when we're talking to the world and to unbelievers, it really started weighing on my heart when I started seeing um, so many books out there um, that are just telling women and and children and and just everyone essentially that no matter what, that they are enough. Mm -hmm. And I just found that that was, um, you know, opposite of really what the Word of God tells us. Um, which wow. is that apart from Christ, we are not enough, and so I did, you know, write a little post about that. Which I know that can be kind of um, countercultural. Yeah, but I just kind of wanted to talk and, and just kind of get the conversation rolling with, um, well, what does that mean if we are in en- we are enough? What does that really mean? What does it? And it, this is
0: so funny that you talk about this yeah. because I have coffee mugs that say "You're enough." I mean, it was a gift, yeah. but it's like so everyday language you go yes. into target i hate to say that about target because i love right. my target you know <laughs> but hey right. it's on folders it's on backpacks purses right. t-shirts you are enough and if you really think about it. Oh, if you really think yeah. about it, do you really think you're enough? Well, you know, and and that's why it,
1: I said in the post it's a it's a beautiful message that I so want to to um tell walk around telling people that they are enough. And and let me stop here and say that if you are a believer in Christ and if you have Jesus yeah. Christ in your heart um and you're living for him then you are enough because of the Holy Spirit living inside of you. Yes. So the song "Gyra," you know that that we love so much, that says you are enough. Well, yes. that is, that's that is speaking to uh, Christians and to the Lord because of what He has done inside of us. That we are enough because of who He is and the work He's done inside of us. Yes. My post was more about telling s- secular society. That they have everything inside them that they need apart from Christ, and that they are enough. And so, I just want to kind of make sure that people understand that I'm not saying that with you know with Christ that we are not enough, but apart from Christ, right? We are not enough. Yes, and that's the Scripture tells us that. That's not my opinion. That's the opinion of Scripture. It says, you know, we've all sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and that's uh, Romans three twenty three and you know, Romans 6.23 says the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. So these are just scriptures that that point us back to Christ being enough in in us.
0: Yeah, point us back to Christ. And that's what we're trying to talk about in this conversation, about pointing you back to Christ, because we are going to fail you. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm sorry. We mess up. That's right. But let's take it back to god you and your relationship with jesus that's what we're talking about to broadcast god's love it's about you and your relationship with jesus yes he is the light he is good his love endures forever and psalms i'm just going to read this psalm it says psalm 73 26 my flesh and my heart may fail Mm -hmm. but god is the strength of my heart and my portion forever he's my portion he is yeah and that goes with money it goes with things it goes with anything that you are trying to get he is my portion and that contentment is a peaceful feeling it's good right and that's why
1: and at the second part of of what i was trying to you know trying to get my point across i wanted people to understand that there is hope Mm -hmm. that even though the bible says apart from christ we are sinful and You know the the payment for that sin is death Mm -hmm. the bible also tells us but there's hope because god so loved the world he sent Mm -hmm. his son for us that whoever believes in him won't perish but will have everlasting life and so it's so great that there's there's so much hope anytime um we find out about sin and being separated from christ there's so much grace and hope that comes with the redemptive story of christ yes
0: You just said we won't perish, but have eternal life. Like we are in a football stadium right now, and everybody is screaming, and we are saying "Hallelujah." Amen. Amen. Yes, this is good. This is this is the good talk. You know what I'm saying? It's good. It's the good news. It is the sister. It is the good news. (laughs) It is good. This is something to celebrate as believers, no matter where you are in the world right now. This is for you. Amen. That's right. Yes. Okay. Jesus is enough. And I just would love for you to continue talking about this, um, to dive deeper yeah. into this conversation about Jesus is enough. As you posted, Christ is enough. I want to read a little bit about what you posted. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. So this is straight from Ginger.DeVries <laughs> on Instagram. Okay. It says, the world keeps telling us that we are enough all over social media. I read and hear the phrase, quote, you are enough. Man, it sounds beautiful and encouraging, and I am naturally an encourager. So I desperately want to walk around telling people that they are enough, but that would leave out the hope of the gospel. And that's what we're talking about. So I just want to dive deeper into this, and I know yeah. you're going to talk a little bit more about it, um, talking about Ephesians 2 10. Mm-hmm. And you write right here, yes, we are all God's workmanship created on purpose for a purpose yes for you listening you have been created on purpose for a purpose mm-hmm. and we get that from ephesians 2 10 which says for we are god's handiwork created in christ jesus to do good works right. which god prepared in advance for us to do so he's already prepared it I'm just trying to encourage you listening. Okay. All right. And you continue saying, yes, we all have so much value. But friend, when I look all throughout scripture, we are told that apart from Christ, we are not enough. Romans 3, 23, which you shared. We are broken people in need of a savior. Romans 6, 23, which you shared. If we are enough, there would be no need for Christ. Yes, this is countercultural, but our cultural norms are forever changing. The good news is that the gospel never changes. Yes. The Bible tells us that we are all in need of the cross. Yes, I have worth and a God-given purpose, but I know that apart from Christ, I am not enough. That's right. That's, That's right. So good. Well, well,
1: God is good, and yeah. it's so wonderful to know that through Him and His work on the cross. That we are enough, Mm -hmm. but apart from Him, you know, we are not. And so I think that's where we need to identify when we're talking to the world, those unbelievers who don't really know Scripture and don't really know um, much about the Lord. We need to make sure that they understand what the gospel is.
0: Right. Right. And you have such a heart for this next generation. Like, I love you. You have daughters. (laughs) I do. And you love pouring into them. And I know you serve in their schools, right? I do. Um, Well,
1: I do uh, small groups with um, high school girls and really talking to them about their worth and their value and and, uh, that God loves them and sees them and um, just also about culture and what culture is telling them and then what scripture is telling them oftentimes those are different things and so you know just diving into that with high school girls i i definitely have a heart for for this generation this next generation
0: what has god shown you to encourage this next generation like where is god taking you in scripture to point yeah these high schoolers to christ yeah,
1: well, social media is just so huge for... I mean, it's it's big for all of us now, but especially the, the amount of hours that our teens are and even, even some adolescents are spending in and on social media is just so high. So what we're teaching our children in the home is oftentimes different than what society and social media is telling them. So they are being you know inundated with ads and movies and um just society what they tell them is truth right commercials commercials just everything and so we really have to spend a lot of time talking to our children and telling them the truth Right. because if not they are being told truth by a different source and oftentimes that truth is is either lies or that they think is truth or either it's partial truth you know, mask mm-hmm. with some lies, and so our children are getting are becoming deceived. We're all becoming deceived. Right. That's why we have to go back and hold everything accountable to Scripture. Mm-hmm. And so that's that is what I'm trying to to teach these high school girls and my own children is to um, understand the Word of God and yeah. to hold everything to the Word of God, so that they can sit, say, "Is this truth or not?" I mean, we have to all have something. compare what we're
0: hearing to it's true in church listening to this podcast i challenge you listening to go take this to scripture and and test it that's right and you know i'm not perfect ginger's not perfect like we all sin and fall short of the glory of god like what we were talking about earlier christ is enough yes and his truth is the truth and it's my truth, my truth is his truth. That's my truth.
1: That's right, and that's another thing. Um, you, that's something you hear a lot too, yeah. which is one of the things that I've talked to the girls about. Which is my truth, your truth, uh, what about the truth? Actually, one of the um, an author that I love her her book that's coming out soon, hmm. you know, talks about that. It's it's all about what is the truth, and so yeah. when you know, I I want to make sure my children understand that the truth is is what scripture says and oftentimes we want to say well my truth is different your truth looks different but like you said my truth is what scripture says is true that's even if it feels uncomfortable sometimes i know we have to go back to it doesn't we're gonna feel uncomfortable the bible tells us we're gonna be persecuted we're gonna feel uncomfortable Mm -hmm. sometimes wow but we have to go back to the truth of scripture um, instead of our feelings are going to change, our emotions are going to constantly change. Right. Scripture never changes, right?
0: Jobs change, that's right, but God never changes. That's He's the same yesterday, today, forever, Amen. and He's our firm foundation. Man, there's a scripture, not scripture. It's not a scripture. It's a song. It's a song that is written around a scripture. I don't know how to say it best, but the the song says. I will not be shaken. Yeah. And I cried when I was listening to that worship song and singing it as a praise song, not truly understanding what it meant in that moment. I will not be shaken. And I'm like, I am shaken. (laughs) I'm like weeping. Like all the makeup is off at this point. I'm like, oh, but it's a reflection that christ is enough he's our firm foundation we can go to him we are not perfect we sin and fall short of the glory of god but you know he is enough and that we can go to him and when we feel shaken you know like oh the world got me i'm feeling right. fleshy like we talked fleshy, about in the book. right <laughs> uh, john mark comer wrote in uh live no lies you know when i'm feeling fleshy I can go to God and I want to continue that conversation with him and that relationship with him. And so taking the scripture to this small group of girls is something that I'm sure is challenging because they're coming in with all these questions Mm -hmm. and they probably have desires on their heart that they think are innocent they probably have dreams they want to accomplish they probably have things they want to do jobs they want to get right and you're coming in with this simple answer of your bible here it is here's the truth yeah and
1: and that's what the lord has given us the holy spirit inside of us and then and then the word of god and um oftentimes people are wanting to when their worldview doesn't align with Scripture, they're wanting to change Scripture to fit their worldview. Instead, we should be changing our worldview mm-hmm. to align with Scripture. Right. That's not always easy to do because of society and what society tells us is truth. Mm-hmm. But we have to go back to Scripture and what Scripture says is truth. And that's our firm foundation. And that's what we stick to. And that's really what our world, It should we should have that biblical worldview. Right. yeah that's that's definitely something that we all we all struggle i'm sure we all struggle with
0: right well something that's been helping you out a lot is something called mama bear apologetics and i first learned about this from you in small group and i have the app it's called libby but it's basically connected to our local library here Mm -hmm. in pensacola and I down oh no the book went back to my shelf I guess it, it expired I was listening to it just last night okay well I'll have to re-download that one but um mama bear apologetics it was just basically saying what it's about and it's about the bible and testing information that we're getting correct and correct yeah. putting it up to the bible is this true correct so
1: yes a lot of people may not know what apologetics is and apologetics is basically just the religious discipline of defending religious documents and doctrine and for christians that is defending the word of god really is what Mm -hmm. christian apologetics is and so um mama bear apologetics is great because oftentimes we've apologetics in the past we've thought of it more as like a, a man's discussion i love that women are Really getting into apologetics a lot now, and that um, you know we we need to be teaching our children how to defend Scripture, right. and especially with this next generation, they don't want us just to tell them what the truth is, but why why do we believe what we believe? I think mm. with our grandparents' generation and our parents' generation, we were told to to believe in God, and we did. But I'm learning yeah. that the next generation really wants to know why we believe what we believe and so apologetics is something that really helps um, young people as well as as older people understand how to defend their Christian faith and Mm -hmm. so mama bear apologetics is by Hillary Morgan Fair and Natasha Crane and they and Alyssa Elisa Childers speaks on this as well but they um, really teach us as parents how to share our faith with our children and explain to our children why we believe what we believe and what scripture says and how to defend those tenets of our faith Mm -hmm. so it's really great it's it's been a, a it's been a book that has really launched women into apologetics and getting interested in apologetics
0: we as parents want to point our children to jesus and jesus alone and yet they see the best and worst sides of us as people and so hearing you say that we're explaining to them why we believe what we believe this is so spiritual because what it's going to do is challenge you as a parent to dive into scripture for yourself and seek jesus and seek how he would do it and then you have to model that to your children absolutely yeah that's not easy because you're being i don't want to say a mouthpiece for god in this moment but you're delivering the good news to somebody who you care so much about and it's such a big deal and my heart breaks for the parent who's listening to this, who is struggling with their children.
1: It's really difficult sometimes to share your faith with a, um, a child who's not be- a believer mm-hmm. um, or maybe just a child who is just questioning their faith. I know my youngest child definitely questions more and asks me more difficult Apologetics questions that I okay. have to study my faith more and study the word of God more and, and be able to help. And sometimes it's okay to say, I, I don't know, but I'm going to look into that and try and help you find that answer. But um, Josh McDowell was and has been one of the greatest apologists of the Christian faith in, in past years. And Sean McDowell, his son, grew up under this wonderful, great apologist. And I know that as he became a high schooler and into his even early twenties, he really started questioning his faith and he went to his father. Over a coffee, I believe, and just said, Dad, I don't know if I believe all of this to be true. How can you as an apologist, how can your son hear me not, not know if I believe that it's true? And I love what Josh McDowell said to him. He said, I don't want you just to believe what I say is true. I want you to search scripture and find the truth for yourself. Amen. So if, you know, if you, if you don't follow my word, but you just go off and, and you study scripture for yourself. I feel confident that you will come back to the same truth that I have. And he has, and now Sean McDowell is a, a great apologist as well. So mm-hmm. I love that he gave his son room to do searching for himself. And we have That's to do smart. that with our children sometimes.
0: So Charles Stanley, yes. he said, he I've been listening to his sermons um, lately on CDs and um he said in a sermon about parenting that with his children, what he did is when a child came up to him with a question, he said, go ask God first. Mm,
1: yeah.
0: Go at, Like, leave the room and go ask God first. And he said the child would come back to him and say, okay, Dad, I asked God. And Charles Stanley would say, what did he say? And he jokingly said, and this is what his children actually said, he said to ask you. (laughs) And Charles Stanley said, no, that's not what he said. Go back. And he did. He made them go back and ask God because what happened, oh, this is so beautiful. What happened is when that child went to college, he asked God for help or she asked God for help. And didn't just depend on his
1: parent. Yeah, that's beautiful.
0: And then that child knew that God is with them In their room in the bathroom you know wherever they went to go talk to god they and then he went even deeper and he said that when that child's out on their first date they know that god is with them when the child is out to dinner they know that god is with them when they're in school they know that god is with them and that they can talk to god and bring their questions to god right then right then like right then and there they can bring their stuff to god that's wonderful that what you were saying is so valuable to us as believers as parents if you're a parent if you're a grandparent if it's just you yourself take that question to God
1: that's right and and sometimes it doesn't always turn out exactly like our children we they don't you know we've been praying for them for years i mean i know my father was an unbeliever for many years i prayed for him for many years and he is a believer now but sometimes yeah. you can feel like i've been doing everything i can do i'm on my knees i'm praying and there's this still seems like I'm in a desert and nothing is happening, but don't give up. Keep, keep praying and keep sharing, you know, love and Christ and um, grace with your children. And um, just, I think it's just keeping the lines of communication open between you and your children so your children know they have a safe place to come to ask the difficult questions. And it's okay for you to not know all the answers to all the difficult questions, but just for discussion to be able to
0: happen. So the verse, a verse that you shared in that Instagram post, 1 John 4.4, 4, this is the NIV translation. It says, you, dear children, are from God mm-hmm. and have overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. Yeah. That's Come so on. Good. That's right. He's If you're a believer, he's already in you.
1: Ask him. That's right. Yes. We have access to the Holy Spirit inside of us. We just need to ask. Oh, yeah, but I it's guess. great to know that's that's power walking around knowing that whatever persecution I'm facing in the world, I have the king of all kings, the one who holds all the power in his hands inside of me as a believer.
0: It's a little overwhelming to think about for me. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I don't know what to do with it. I have to go back to his promises, who I am in Christ when I feel that way, but Sometimes when I think about the Holy Spirit is living in me, I'm just like, and what am I going to do with it? <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, You know, like <laughs> what is happening? Um, what do you think he wants you to do? I, I'm curious to know what you think. What I mean, you have the Holy Spirit in you. What do you think he wants you to do? I think number one is,
1: of course, worship him and share him with others. I mean, that's yeah that's the greatest gift we have is if we have him inside of us we're going to be a light shining to the rest of the world yeah. and in darkness and a light shines and it leads the way you True. know so just being the Bible tells us to be salt and light mm-hmm. and so having Christ inside of us you know we want to have that influence on the world and share truth with him because the world is telling us lies continually right and um, oftentimes, you know, we believe those lies just because we are surrounded by people who believe them. And it's comfortable. Oftentimes, uh, one quote that I love by, I believe it's Frank um, Turek, is that most people aren't on a truth quest. They're on a happiness quest. Mm -hmm. And they're going to believe whatever will make them happy. And so people are often believing the lies just because it's easier to believe. It's, It makes them happier to believe the lies. So our job as believers, having the Holy Spirit inside of us, is to share Christ, but to gently share Him with the world. I mean, we're not going around beating people up with our Bibles, but we're going and sharing Jesus to people, sharing His compassion, His love, and His salvation
0: to the world. And you are so good at that. And I think for the person listening, I think it's important to know Ginger's heart for people Full. like sin aside Ginger's heart for people is so big and so I just when I see you I'm like that is someone who loves people well you love people very well well thank you it's
1: um, I am passionate about other people finding Jesus the mm-hmm. hope of the cross and um, just finding Jesus and and having a close relationship with him that's what keeps me going and um, but it is it is Christ in me. It's, it's nothing I could do on my own.
0: Wow. That response right there is something that you can do today in your life if somebody gives you praise for something. I mean, if you're a Christian, if you're a believer, that right there is an example of how you give it back to God. Yeah. Yeah, and that's not easy to do because you want to be like, I know I'm amazing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wink, wink.
1: But, but I know yeah. the truth of that, that apart from Christ, I am, I am not enough. But, but with Him inside of me, I can do so many great things. We can, we can do so many great things. And that's what God wants to partner with us. Yes! To see His kingdom fulfilled. <laughs> yeah. He wants to partner with us. So, so it's really cool if you think about how God has chosen us and that we can come into a relationship with Him And we're in partnership with the Lord. That's really amazing thing to think about.
0: It is co-workers with Christ. That's right. That's what Christine Kane, when she starts talking about co-workers with Christ, she says, and she claps when she says it. She's like, we are co-laborers. Yes. (laughs) It just gets me so excited. It makes me want to clap because it's like, Oh, he wants to work. He wants us to join with him. Yes. He wants us to join with him because it's easy to think, oh, he's up there, like he's distant. He doesn't see me. He doesn't know what I'm going through. Yes, he sees you. Yes, he knows what you're going through. Cling to him, draw near to him, like cast your anxieties on him, take every thought captive, like give it to him, you know? Yes, amen. And I love your heart for this subject that we're talking about today because you love God and you love people, and you're coming here today as a mom and a wife and someone who I love dearly, but you're plugged into your church. You know that community is so crucial, Mm -hmm. and you're giving us this hard, good advice. And so I'm ready to hear what Bible verse is encouraging you in this season.
1: Yeah, well, um, I I have so many... Verses that I love, of course, just as you do. Um, but one I thought went well with what we're talking about today is James one two through four. Um, it's just one to talk about because it because it says, "Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance." Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. And wow, that that actually, that verse is a challenge for me because Mm -hmm. it says, consider it pure joy when you face trials of many kinds. And that's hard to do. And uh, But I love that knowing that sometimes when we find that we are being persecuted or that the world or society doesn't, view everything like we do we have a biblical world perspective and maybe you know others don't around us that the lord says that the testing of that is going to produce perseverance in us and that is going to make us so that we're mature complete and lacking nothing so i just love that scripture because it's a challenge to all of us right now especially in the world
0: that we're living in now you said earlier when you were talking about parenting and you were talking about Praying for someone who doesn't know Jesus yet. Yeah. You said don't give up. Right. Yeah. Don't give up. Don't give up. Yeah. Don't and, give up. And that scripture, perseverance. Right. I mean, God's got work to do in your heart and in your mind and in your soul. And the hum- the humbling part of all of this is that <laughs> he's got a lot of work to yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> and what are you going to choose? You know, are you going to choose Jesus? I love uh, Stephanie Hodwin. She's a former guest on the podcast. She said, are you going to wear the world or are, you gonna, or, or are you going to wear the word? And, yeah. you know, it's hard to say, but yes. <laughs> it's hard to do too. It Honestly, is. are you going to wear the world or are you going to wear the word? And for the person who's listening, hey, maybe you don't know the word that well. Mm-hmm. This is what someone told me in high school. She, would, uh, she was a women's pastor or disciple, I don't know what, she served in the church and she was a woman. There you go, bam. (laughs) She said, when you don't know or you're questioning in a moment, just repeat Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus, because what you're doing is fixing your eyes on Jesus. I didn't realize that at the time, but you're fixing your eyes on heavenly things, not the world. And that's what she was trying to do is like, you might not have the words, you might not have the scripture for that moment, but you have Jesus. Yes. And hold on to it.
1: That's right. So That's good. Just keeping our perspective on him in the middle of everything that we're going through. And that's not always easy to do, but yeah, it's a challenge for us all, but it's what we should be doing.
0: In the perseverance. and. I would like to know more about what this scripture means to you. Yeah, um, well, the James
1: one, two through four. It, yeah. Again, it's it's just um, it's a challenge for me. Even I mean, it's not easy. It doesn't matter how close your walk is with the Lord. Persecution or feeling like your views don't align with the rest of the world is a challenge, mm-hmm. and the Bible tells us. Um, you know, Romans even five, three through five, it talks about suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character and character hope. Um, and so those things are not easy. Those are the parts of, of Christianity that a lot of people don't want to talk about. They want to talk about, uh, just the love of Christ, which all that is important and the center of, of the Christian faith. But Mm -hmm. the Bible does tell us that, that being a follower of him is not going to always be easy. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we need to understand that. But it tells us to consider it joy. That's the hard part is we know that there's going to be people who don't agree with us, people that don't have the same worldview as us. But what is difficult is when the Bible tells us to count it as joy when we face persecution.
0: Can you share James
1: 1, 2 through 4 one more time, please? Yeah, it says, "Um, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, Mm -hmm. because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything.
0: When it says finishes, finish its work. What does that part of the scripture mean to you? I mean, I think that's part
1: of our of our faith is sanctification, which is becoming more and more like Christ. Sanctification is is becoming more and more like Him. So as we persevere, we are becoming more like Christ in His sufferings, and and we're learning, um, you know. To persevere as he persevered and we are allowing our faith to be made perfect and i mm-hmm. and there's scripture that talks about that too our our, our faith is made perfect um, because god's god is made perfect in our weakness. i think it it is second corinthians 12 9 it says um, my grace is sufficient for you and my strength is made perfect in weakness Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness so that Christ's power may rest on me. Oh, it will rest on me. That's it right. won't push you. That's right. Christ's power is it'll, not going to push you. Yes. It
0: will rest on you. That's yes, good. and amen. Yeah. I need, to, can I read that one more? Yeah, time? absolutely. It says, this is 2 Corinthians 12 9, and I'm actually reading it from your post that you had on Instagram back to, you know, Christ is enough. The scripture is, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. For my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. And my first reaction to the, and this is the NIV translation. We just read different translations, but for my heart to hear boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses Mm -hmm. i mean the naive part of me is like do i say well my curly hair isn't very strong i don't have good curly hair i uh am not a good reader when i read i have to really you know i have to really read it (laughs) you know i have to really focus what does boast all the more gladly? I know. I'm sorry that I'm asking you all no, these like scripture questions, I think that's but that's a great question. You're good at this stuff. Yeah. Um,
1: look, it kind of goes back to my post of saying I'm not enough. I mean, that's yeah. boasting in my weakness right there, saying I'm apart from Christ, I'm not enough, but with Christ, I I am because I have the Holy Spirit dwelling inside of me. Mm-hmm. So I think we have to understand that we, apart from Him, we are weak. And yeah. and we can't. It's total depravity. We we need him, um, but but with him we are strong. Yeah. And so yeah. I, it's saying it's showing the world that the power of Christ in us is what where our strength comes from as believers. Right. That apart from him we are weak, but with him inside of us, his power is resting on us, and
0: we yeah. have the strength of Christ in us. Christ's power may rest on me. And I pray that for you listening. I pray that Christ's power rests on you today. I pray that he shows you that you ask him, God, where am I weak? Like seek, you know, go into my heart, God, and yeah. find my weaknesses. And I surrender that to you. You are enough. You are my portion and trust him. Trust That's him. Good. He's got you. Yeah. Wow. Is there anything else you wanted to share?
1: No, not, I mean, not really. I just, I love that you said to ask the Lord what our weakness is. And because I, I feel like our world is becoming uncomfortable with ever sharing weakness or showing weakness. Mm-hmm. We want to always look put together, our social media, everything. We always want to look like we have it together. Well, the truth is we don't always have it together. Right.
0: Um, we don't s- ever yeah. have
1: it together. Exactly. So, you know... There is one verse, James 5, 16 says, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. I know you and I have talked about that scripture with Christine a lot lately.
0: Yeah. And I, I kind of want to dive real quick into that. Yeah. So when we were in small group, and this was in the beginning of the spring, I was like, what's the point of even sharing our sin? Because yeah. God already knows it. Yeah. So why do we need to confess it? I mean, yeah. what's the point? Yeah. What's, what's the good going to come of that? And you said the scripture.
1: Yeah, and and Chris, I, Christine may have been the first one that shared it, but it. I love that it says, "Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other." And anytime there's a so that, it's like, well, well, what's going to happen? Why are we doing this? Again, our yeah. generation that's coming behind us is always asking, but why are we? Why are we confessing our sins? Why are we praying? Mm. Why are we so that you may be healed? And that's, that's what we're all wanting. We're all wanting healing in our lives. Um, and, and Christ puts people in our lives. And we, we need to, to confess our sins to Christ, but we also need to confess our sins to our brothers and sisters in Christ. And, and that's part of the weakness, just sharing our weaknesses with each other. It, it strengthens one another.
0: Yes, because we have them. Yeah.
1: Because we can all take off the mask and see that we all have things that we're struggling with.
0: Right. Oh man, God is so our strength. He's so our strength. When we don't have the words, when we don't have anything. Yeah. He's enough. He's our portion. Christ is enough. Man, this is Amen, sister. Thank you so much for your time. And at the end of every podcast, we always pray. So join us in prayer. Father, decrease us and increase you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thanks for listening. And next week, we're gonna talk about vision boards. I love encouraging my brothers and sisters in Christ to do vision boards because without vision, the people will perish. And that's from Proverbs 29, verse 18, where there is no vision, the people will perish. But he that keepeth the law... Happy is He. And I don't know about you, but I want to be happy. And ever since I started doing vision boards back in probably around 2019, God has just been helping me dream and do things according to how He wants them done. And learning that truly committing my actions to the Lord will give me success. And that is all from Jesus. Make no mistake. That is not of my own will but God's will for my life. And I fully surrender to that. And I also give him glory for everything that he's done in my life, and my family's life, as we are not perfect, but we are surrendered to Jesus. We pray that we decrease and God increases in our life. And even in the muck and the mire, we trust God. There are moments of doubt and moments of negativity but I want to tell you, my close sisters in Christ know this, that when it feels like I'm running to jump off the ledge, God is reminding me of his promises, of his goodness. And he is affirming me through his word and repeating back scriptures throughout the day that he is worthy to be praised. And He is uh, he's enough. <laughs> he's enough. So uh, thank God for that reminder and for Ginger today coming on and reminding us of those promises. I thought it would be really timely to air that here in the Thanksgiving season. But yeah, next week, we're going to talk about vision boards, how to make one, how they've helped our family, and um, just really to encourage you to live life on purpose with Jesus, to not fear, to continue to trust in His plan for your life, and to use vision boards to put the vision up and to run with perseverance knowing that He does have a plan for your life. So we're just going to pray and ask God, to show you his plans for your life. And we get that from Jeremiah 29, 11. So I'm excited for next week. As you can tell, I can't stop talking, but um, it'll be a fun one. So be sure to like and subscribe to this podcast and please leave us a five-star review. It would mean so much to us and get the podcast out to more people. Thanks for listening and have a great week. Hey, this is Dustin, one of the pastors at Grace Bible Church in Sebring, Florida. Thanks for tuning in to listen to Broadcast His Love with Ricky Van Stewart. I hope you also consider joining us on our podcast as well. Our hope is to encourage you, inspire you, and compel you towards a closer walk with Jesus and one another. You can find us on every platform where podcasts are offered by simply searching for Grace Bible Church Sebring. Again, this is Pastor Dustin, and I hope to get to connect with you very soon. Hey, this is Mark Stockland, pastor and CEO for Haiti Bible Mission in Jeremy Haiti. If you'd like to follow along with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti, you can check us out at haitibiblemission.org. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We'd love to get you guys connected with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti and how you can partner with us to live the difference, to help empower leaders, to transform communities. God bless you guys and have a great day.
1: Hey everyone, it's Erica with Glassy Day Studio where we believe every broken, discarded, and disrupted thing will be reclaimed,
0: restored, and redeemed by the one who created and calms the waves. Glassy Day jewelry is shaped from recycled surfboard resin and each design is named after a woman in the Bible. And 10% of every purchase supports Foster Care Ministries. Check it
1: out at glassydaystudio.com. And thanks for listening. And if this episode has drawn you closer to Christ, please share it with your friends and family or even one person that might find encouragement in the message
0: and a deeper relationship with Christ. God bless and have a great week. This is
1: amazing.